I'd like to address a pretty big change that you may have noticed. Yeah, Father Strand and I are wearing violet today. No, it's the mural. I'm kidding. Yeah, the mural is the big change. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. So, yeah, this is the first Sunday that uh, we're really looking at this mural, and it's absolutely stunning. Just I want you to invite, uh, invite you to really just take a moment to, to look at that. It's like heaven is just rent open before us. It's really <laughs> profoundly beautiful. Christ is there in the center, radiating on his heavenly throne. And how much more fitting of a psalm could we have today than the one we have when we're uh, preaching on this, on this mural? This mural. Lord, make us turn to you. Let us see your face, and we shall be saved. Let us turn to you. Let us see your face, and we shall be saved. This is the shepherd king of Israel who we call upon, the one who shines upon his cherubim throne, the one who we ask to be roused up in power to come to save us. And we know that Christ has the power to do that, right? We can see that clearly in this, in this mural, right? He's revealed as that omnipotent God in glory, right? He's, he's big, <laughs> he's big. He's clothed in red and gold, those, those colors of divinity. Right? He's crowned with, crowned with that crown of authority, with that scepter of power in his, in his left hand, with a hand of blessing on his right. He's surrounded by the angelic host. He has the communion of saints worshiping him. That whole trinity is present there too. You have the Holy Spirit and then above, uh, right, in, right up at the top is that, that triangle with the divine name written in it. This is a, a foretaste of heaven. A foretaste of heaven. Here we see shining upon us the face of God. So brothers and sisters, will you not turn to him? Perhaps you're telling yourself, I'm, I'm not worthy to turn uh, to this Lord. Right? He's, he's too powerful. It's a little too lofty. I'm not like those saints that are up there. Right? I'm, not, I'm not one who can lay down my life. I'm not one who can really give up everything I have like the virgins. Uh, I'm not one who can completely uh, abandon everything and follow Christ like those apostles. Well, the Lord, the Lord knows your heart. And he knows where you, where you are, and he loves you there, and he wants to meet you there. See, he, he meets us first in gentleness. Right? He doesn't come first in this, in this glory. Right? He, doesn't, he doesn't rend heavens open before him. And thank goodness... Uh, because that would destroy us all <laughs> if, we, if we had this, uh, this full power of God revealed to us. No, instead, Christ comes uh, as a little child in all humility, profound humility. And this is what we prepare for in Advent, this, uh, this coming of Christ where he reveals his face to us. So Advent, that means advenire is the Latin there, which means to come to. This is, this is Christ coming to us and us, in turn, turning to Christ as well. He doesn't start, once again, like this uh, Christ in glory. It'd be like stepping outside of a dark room on a sunny day, if that were the case. We'd just be completely blinded by the light of Christ that's before us. It'd be like uh, maybe you're on a camping trip and a friend had shined a flashlight in your eyes. Right? It's that sort, of, that sort of sensation. It's just too powerful for you to even see. So that, that first reading really describes this well. It says, Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down, the mountains quaking and melting before you. 
Sometimes that's kind of what we hope to happen, just to see that shock of the Lord, just to really let him make an impact. And yes, the Lord has that power. The Lord has that power, that full radiant power of God, portrayed right here in this mural. But the Lord chooses a very beautiful way in order to reveal himself instead. In the darkness of our night, he comes by the light of a star. But what's a star after all? Well, it's, it's still very powerful. Right? It's like the sun, right? It's, these are small suns all over the, all over the cosmos, right? It's, it's a giant flaming ball of gas that is powered by nuclear fusion, which is the same process they use in like, atomic warfare, right? It's, it's uh, really, really powerful. But at the same time at the night, it's just this twinkling in the distance. Right? We're able to look upon it, gaze upon it, and its beauty. And so too with Christ. He doesn't lose any of his power when he comes in the incarnation, when he comes in the nativity, but yet he still allows us to approach him. He allows us to gaze upon him. And he continues to do this in the Most Holy Eucharist as well. He invites us so intimately to gaze upon him in adoration, but also even to receive him at Holy Communion. It's like that full power of the sun being placed upon your tongue. We really should melt away if it were not for the grace of God. But the Lord wills that we, that we come to him. The Lord wills that we turn to him. So we pray, Lord, make us turn to you. Make us turn to you and let us see your face. Right? Your work, Lord, not my work. So as we come to behold that radiant face of, of Christ, we find ourselves sometimes uh, not really able to see it. Right? Sometimes we don't see Christ in glory. Oftentimes, we don't see Christ in glory in our own lives. We don't see that radiance of Christ shining forth. Sometimes uh, we can be a profound case of darkness that we find ourselves in. Maybe it's a, a situation in your family where it doesn't seem like there's any hope. Maybe it's something in politics, world events. Maybe it's even something within the church itself. So where do we turn? Where do we turn here? because we want to look upon that face of Christ. We want to look upon that radiant face of the Lord. So where do we turn? Well, we turn to where the Lord is coming from. We uh, await the Lord's return. We know he's ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. We profess that every, every week in the creed. But at the same time, too, it's uh, when, when will he come again? Well, we wait expectantly for that return. So where do we turn? Well, we see that, that image in the gospel of uh, the, the Lord of the house who goes away on a journey, and then he will come back, and he leaves his servants in charge. Well, that gatekeeper is one of those servants. And what's the role of the gatekeeper? Well, it's to, to keep watch on the road so that he knows when the master is returning, so that he can open the gate when the master comes back. So if the gatekeeper isn't looking at the road, if he's not looking at the direction in which the master will return, and he's uh, not doing his job well. Right? It's, uh, I remember distinctly as a kid waiting for cousins to come visit. You know, it's, it's so exciting. You just can't wait for them to come. But I wasn't looking in the, in the backyard through the, through, the, through the window out there, no. No, I was looking out the, out the front door, just waiting, looking at the driveway. Are they there yet? Are they there yet? This is the expectant waiting we need to have towards Christ. This is the long tradition of the church, too. 
we associate Christ with that, with that image of the sun, S-U-N sun, because he is uh, that radiant presence in our lives. So too, as the sun rises in the east, so too Christians pray to the east as well. And this is where uh, the term ad orientum comes from, right? To the east. Right? This, is, this is the direction of prayer. And we have that architecturally here at this parish. This is the east, right here. And in the east, we see that rising of Christ, who we wait upon. We wait upon his return. So brothers and sisters, during this Advent, we really stand at a privileged time. The light of Christ has dawned in our lives. We're seeing those first glimpses, those colors, just before that full rising of the sun in our lives. We know that he who already has come into the world, Jesus Christ, um, who used to dwell in that unapproachable light, that unapproachable light of the Trinity, has now made himself approachable through the Incarnation, through the Holy Eucharist. So as we await that fullness of his glory to break through any darkness in our lives that still remains, let's just turn to Christ this Advent. Turn to the Lord. Purify your hearts. Purify your minds. Prepare that dwelling for him so that one day we might join those saints in gazing upon his radiant face in glory.